what's going on, guys? Stay tuned for the conclusion of our latest episode of Revelation Chapter 8 here on the Last Things Podcast. I really want to get to this. Uh, I really want to get to this other one, man. Verse 10. Then the third angel blew his trumpet and a great flaming star fell out of the sky, burning like a torch. It fell upon one third of the rivers and on the springs of the water. The name of the star was in the New Living Translation it says bitterness, but the name of it in King James is wormwood. It, it made one third of the water bitter and many people died because the water was so bitter. You see that? This says in verse eight, we talked about one third of the water in the sea. Now we're talking about one third of the rivers, more water. But do you see at the end of the day, it's still more water being attacked, more water. Now, look, then let's go into depth with this one, because I really want to get to this because I'm going to show I want to show you something. A third we're at the third trumpet, right? A great flaming star fell out of the sky. Now, we've seen Jesus say stars meant angels. Right. But we discussed last time how we sometimes star really does mean a star here. I'm going to assume that this isn't an angel. I'm going to assume this is an actual star. This is another asteroid, another, another asteroid. And it's called Wormwood. Why is it called Wormwood? I pulled up the definition of Wormwood. And Wormwood is like a bitterness. Let me see. It's, remember I says. The waters had a bitter, uh, it said it made one third of water bitter and many people died because the water was so bitter. That's wormwood. Wormwood is like it. Let me see if I can pull it up on here real quick because I could have sworn I did. It's like a, let me see if I can pull it up real quick on here. I'm sorry, guys, but I want to make sure I'm giving you this exactly so you can go back and look it up. Let's see, wormwood meaning. Pull it up exactly. Okay, wormwood, a woody shrub with a bitter aromatic taste used as an ingredient of vermouth and absinthe and in medicine but it also means a state or source of bitterness or grief or grief. That's wormwood, bitterness. That's why the Bible calls this, calls it wormwood because it's made the water bitter, just as wormwood. Wormwood has been used in throughout the Bible. If you go to, let me pull up the scriptures and I'm gonna let you go back and look them up yourself. If you go back to Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 18, 
In Lamentations chapter 3, verse 15, you'll see what God talked about passing judgments, and he said he was going to make, it was going to be bitter like wormwood. Now, we're saying that this is an asteroid, right, that's going to hit, and it's going to cause the waters to turn bitter, right? I don't want to scare, I don't, I, I want to show you guys something. I pulled, I found this, um, I found this indirectly when I was doing my research on Wormwood. This is where, this is, this is, let me pull this up real quick on here on my laptop. Cause I want to, I want you guys to really take a look at it. Okay. Let me see if I can get the name of this thing. And that's not the right one. God dog. Let me see why I pull up real quick. This is very important. Very, very important. Because this ties into the lesson that we're going over now. Let me see. Yes. Okay. I think, yeah, that's it. It's on Forbes. Okay. I want you guys to do this. Go on Google and type in this. It's called, I, I can't even pronounce it, A-P-O-P-H-I-S. Type that up and look at it. If you, if you type it up, it's gonna, it should come up a poppus. I'm guessing that's the way I'm saying it, but it's an asteroid. Look that information up for yourselves, and I'm going to tell you what it is. Seven years, in seven years, on April 13, 2029, there is an asteroid called Apophis, A-P-O-P-H-I-S. And this asteroid is supposed to pass very close to the Earth, so close to the Earth that we will be able to see it ourselves seven years from now. Now, why am I saying that? Could this be the Bible literally being fulfilled? Could this be the wormwood that the Bible saying? Because you think it's, it says it's supposed to pass very close by, so close we can see it. Now, here's the kicker about this particular asteroid. And I think I saw one instance where it say 2068, I believe, 2068, that same asteroid is supposed to pass by again. But in that time, they think it might hit us. And it's a it's pretty uh, it's this a pretty nice little size asteroid. But this is on Forbes. If you go on Google again, they say it's enormous. It is a it is it was discovered in 2005 and it's reckoned to be about 1,100 feet, 340 meters in diameter. That's about as tall as the Empire State Building in Manhattan, New York. Seven years, April 13, 2029, this asteroid is supposed to go past us. They don't think it's going to hit. Excuse me, they think it's going to go past us, but it's going to be so close, we'll be able to see it with our own eyes in the sky. Here's the kicker. In 2068, from where I've seen, that asteroid is supposed to pass by again. And one study that I saw, they were saying there's a chance that that one 
might actually hit us. But I want to look at this 2029, seven years from now. Could that be the Wormwood asteroid? Because you think about it, we are so close to the to, to Jesus' return. We are more closer than we think. And can you imagine if God comes and raptures his church in six years? I'm not saying we're going to be raptured in six years because we don't know when the rapture is going to take place. We have no clue. The rapture could take place tomorrow morning. We don't know. But you see this asteroid right here? Could this be the wormwood? Because remember, the Bible says when it hits the water, the water's going to turn bitter. We could very well be looking at the wormwood that Revelation speaking of. I'm just throwing, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just putting it out there for you guys to look at it yourself. But if you want to look at it, it's called Apophis again, A-P-O-P-H-I-S. If you type in Apophis asteroid, you on Google, it'll show you the information I'm telling you right now. And I'm looking at the Forbes website. This ain't no rinky-dink website. This is Forbes right here. But if you go on Google, and I tell you what, if you go on Google and type it up, it'll come, the information will come up from NASA's website itself. Look at it for yourself and see. Just look for yourself. But I wanted to show you guys that, man, look, this Wormwood asteroid, seven years from now, there's going to be one. It's going to be real close to us. But again, it's called Apophis, A-P-O-P-H-I-S. Go on Google and type in Apophis asteroid and look at the information. And NASA has information on it itself. Now, as I said, it's not going to hit us, but it is going to be so close, we'll be able to see it with our own eyes as it, crosses, as it goes across our sky. But it's going to come around again in 2068. That one is the one, and that one, I saw a couple of studies where some people believe there's a small chance, a smidget, that that one might be a problem. But just re read up on the information, see for yourself, okay? See for yourself. Now, let's keep going. Verse 12, then the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and one-third of the sun was struck, one-third of the moon, and one-third of the stars, and they became dark. And one third of the day was dark and one third of the night also. Now, this is attacking the sun, the moon, and the stars. Why is that important? If It's important because, well, it's one of God's judgments. But for some people, you know, we got a lot of people that's into horoscopes and astrology and all that. This would be a nightmare for them because now the sun, the one third of the moon, one third of the sun, one third of the moon, and one third of the stars, and they what became dark. If if I'm right, Exodus chapter 10, verse 21 through 23, talks about a, one of the plagues. Exodus 10, let's pull it up again real quick. Exodus 10 is one of the plagues, I believe. Verse 21. Through 23. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, lift your hand towards heaven and the land of Egypt will be covered with a darkness so thick you can feel it. So Moses lifted his hands to the sky, lifted his hand to the sky and a deep darkness covered the entire land of Egypt. But this time it said it was for three days. During that time, the people could not see each other and no one moved, but there, but there was light as usual where the people of Israel lived. You see that? You see that plague right there? It said the people couldn't see each other. It only lasted three days here in, in, in Exodus. This is Exodus chapter 10, verse 21 through 23. Here it lasted three days. Here in Revelation, it's going to last a whole lot longer. Do you see how a lot of the plagues that God used in, in um, when Moses went to Pharaoh, a lot of those same plagues, God's using them again here in Revelation. And, and look what it said. And one third of the day was dark and one third of the night also. Do you know how dark that has to be? Because nighttime is already dark. You know, you have the moon that's out, you got the stars that's out. But it says it's going to be even darker. Wow. Pitch black dark. Where you can't see anything in front like they couldn't see in Exodus. I, I, I can't, I can't, I don't want to imagine a time like that because I pray to God that He have mercy where I am, I where I have been raptured up. Let's keep going, guys. We're at the last verse. John says, we're in verse 13. Then I looked up and I heard a single eagle carrying loud, crying loudly as it flew through the air. Terror, terror, terror to all who belong to this world because of what will happen when the last three angels blow their trumpets. Now, with that particular scripture in the New Living Translation, it says it's a single eagle. But King James says it's an angel. Now, from, from the research that I've seen, no one knows if it's an angel or if it's actually an eagle, eagle. Now, when we go back to Revelation chapter 4, verse 7, let me, let's flip to it real quick. Re chapter 4, verse 7, right? Remember those four, those four living creatures? One of them had the look. Remember, one had the look of a, uh, one of them, the fourth beast. We're in verse seven of Revelation chapter four. And the first beast is like a lion. The second beast like a calf. The third beast had the face of a man or an ox as, as a, no, that's the, the beast. The third beast had the face of a man. The second beast had the face of a calf. But we, but when they say calf, it means ox as well. The third had the beat had the face of a man, and the fourth had the form of what? Eagles with wings spread out as though in flame. Why am I saying it? This is just an assumption that I have. This eagle that's flying through the air that they can't decide if it's an eagle or an angel, this could be both. This very well could be that fourth, that fourth living creature that John described to us. Because remember, what does it look like? It had the look of an eagle. 
as and its wings were spread out as though it had been flying. And now here we're seeing an angel or eagle delivering a message. Terror, terror, terror to all those who belong to this world because of what will happen when the last three angels blow their three trumpets. King James says it this way, verse 13, and I beheld and, I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels, which are yet to sound. The angel's warning him, he's telling him, hey, woe, woe, woe to you guys who are still here for what's about to happen. He's, he's telling them, y'all think this is bad right here? This ain't nothing compared to when these last three are about to blow their trumpets. And look what he said. He calls, in, in New Living Translation, he calls it terror, terror, terror. Why does he call it terror, terror, terror? Or King James says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is he saying whoa three times? The last three trumpets are considered woes. So I think when he says, whoa, 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 he's talking about the three trumpets that's blowing, that's about to be blown. Each one, whoa, whoa, whoa. The last three trumpets, or as New Living Translation says, terror, terror, terror. If you have a New Living Translation Bible, it'll say this for um, chapter nine, the fifth trumpet brings the first terror. And then it'll say the sixth trumpet brings the second terror. So that's what that angel's talking about. He's talking about the last three. He's talking about the last three trumpets. So he's telling them, y'all think those first four something? And first four ain't got nothing to y'all. I feel bad for y'all for these last three that are about to be blown. Amen. And that's where we're going to stop right there. So that is Revelation chapter eight. The First four trumpets. Amen. Man, and guys, like I said, go back and look at that Apophis asteroid. Check that. Go back and look it up for yourself. Like I say, it is on NASA's website. You can see it on NASA. NASA has information on it. And like I said, I'm, I was looking at it from Forbes. But go back and look that thing up, man, because I was when I saw that today, I was just blown away. Like, wow, are you serious? Are you serious? Wow. So go back and check it out for yourself and see. OK, but you don't have nothing to worry about. They said this one here, this one's supposed to pass by us. It's going to be real close, but it's going to pass by us, though. So we don't have nothing to worry about. We're going to assume we ain't got nothing to worry about because they ain't God, you know. So but anyway, that's it for Revelation chapter eight, guys. What I want to do is this is the time where we want to offer salvation to you because as we see with all these things going on, if you are, if you are a child of the most high God, you ain't going to have to worry about this. God, Jesus told Philadelphia, he told the church in Philadelphia, you keep my commandments. I'm going to keep you from the hour of testing that is going to come upon the entire world. He said, I'll keep you. The testing that's going to come upon the whole world Jesus said, you won't have to go through that. I'll keep you from that. I'll keep you from that. You know, this, 
this has kind of been hard for me. This has been hard because a few days ago, y'all know I always talk about my homeboy, Jeff, ice him up cuts, right? Well, today is Monday. Two days ago, Jeff's wife, Wendy, passed away. And, I, you know, I called Jeff, my big brother. I looked at Wendy, it's like my sister. That was my sister. And man, I have been, that thing hurts. It hurts me so much to know my sister's gone. I love that woman to death, man. I love that woman like the sister to me, man. And I love her to death. Um, a few days ago before she passed, Jeff had called me. Uh, maybe, no, this was about, maybe about a month ago. I can't remember. Anyway, he called and he said when she came home from the hospital the first time, he said, man, she was up somewhere. I think she's at church. I, I, this might have been a time I went to go see uh, my boy H2O go preach. And uh, he said, man, she got up and boy, she was so out of it, man. She was praising God and man, she had to grab the oxygen tank. She was out of breath. And I remember the last thing I told her when I saw her, I helped her get in the car and uh, I told her, I said, hey, look, let me tell you something. Next time, you only get 10 seconds to praise God. That's all you get, 10 seconds, because we ain't trying to cart you out of here in no hot. We ain't trying to take you in no hospital, no oxygen tank. And man, she said, OK, I say 10 seconds. That's all you get. Uh, me and Jeff had a conversation today and I told him, I said, man, now, Jeff, man, she can praise, dance God to her heart's content now. Man, and, and man, I tell you, man, that's my sister. I love her so much, man. And it's hard because we miss her. But, you know, it ain't like we ain't got no hope. You live, And I'm telling y'all, for those who've lost people close to you guys, don't act like you ain't got no hope. You better know what that Bible says. To be absent from the body is to be what? Present with the Lord. They are now in a place where we, it's our goal to get to. When my grandmother passed away, my aunt was so, she felt like God promised her that she would live, our grandmother would live to a certain age. And she was angry because she didn't live to that age. But if you ask, if, if we had a chance to ask my grandmother now, would you want to come back? You know what she would have told us? No. My grandmother had dementia. She was bedridden. She couldn't do anything for herself. She, she was just bed, she was bedridden. She couldn't walk. She couldn't talk. She couldn't do anything. Would my grandmother want to leave from the presence of God being set free, delivered, no more sickness, no more illness, no more pain, to come back to that sickness and illness and pain? No, she would not come back to that. No, she completed her job. Her job was to get to glory. And that's what she is now. But now it's my job to get to glory where she is. I'm praying I'm raptured. I'm praying that God will find me worthy to let me see. Let me be raptured up to be around to see him, to see all of this begin to play out. That's what I'm praying for. That's what I'm praying for. But I'm saying that to say for, for, for us, we need to make sure our salvation is secure. So when these things begin to play out or we begin to lose loved ones, we can't, we don't live like we ain't got no hope. We know we're going to see them again on the other side. Amen. 
So this is what I wanted to want you to do. I want you to bow your heads with me and just pray this prayer with me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe you are the son of God. I believe that the Virgin Mary had, had a baby, had you. And I believe that you died for my sins and now you sit at the right hand of God. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Make me, shape me, and mold me into the person you call, into the person that you choose me to be. I lay my life down. My life is now in your hands. Do with me as you please. I submit to your authority. In the name of Lord Jesus, I pray and thank you. Amen. Guys, we're going to believe if you pray that simple prayer, you have now transferred over from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And we now believe that, that there is a party in heaven because you have come home. His son or his daughter has come home to the kingdom. So guys, I love you guys, man. That is it for Revelation chapter eight. Next week, we will go to Revelation chapter nine, where we will see the fifth trumpet being blown, which is called the first terror. So we're going to see that. But before I go, guys, I want to show you guys this, man. I want to give a shout out to Hub 92 Prince. This is, let me see if I can do it this way, right here. This is my very first Last Things Podcast t-shirt. Oh, Lord, there we go. There we go. Like this. See, this is my first one, y'all. First thing, Last Things Podcast, A Journey to Truth, right? I want you guys to take a look at what's on the back. Revelation 22, 12. Look, I'm coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all those according to their deeds. I want to give a shout out to Hub 92 Prince, man, for doing this shirt for me, for doing this shirt for me. I truly do appreciate it, fellas. Thank y'all so much. Um, at some point later on down the road, we will be making these shirts and we're going to start selling some of these shirts. They're going to come in. We got this black and white one. We have a pink and black one. And my main one is we got a white one that's got uh, gold lettering. And then I'm going to have one more made up with this logo behind me, my main logo. I think I'm going to do that one on a blue shirt with gold lettering on it. So, but guys, but uh, we're going to do, we're gonna, it's not no time soon. We're going to probably wait a couple of months down the road before we start making shirts to sell because I, I need to get a website up for the podcast. I haven't done this yet. I just been mainly on Facebook or Insta, you, if you look on Instagram, Last Things Podcast, we are on Instagram as well. And uh, that's really what I've been doing. And of course, we're on YouTube as well. So, but anyway, guys, I just wanted to show you how the first shirt we will have. We're going to start, I don't know, maybe sometime in like September, maybe September, October. I don't know. We'll see how the Lord leads us. But we do have these shirts. At some point, we're going to get up and run, get a website up and running, man. We're going to begin to sell these. And uh, keep your boys lifted in prayer, man. I got to... Um, I got a new project that I'm working on. I've only told a hand few people what this project is because I want to keep this close to me, but it's not going to be released until next year. It's not going to be released till next year, but I'm asking you guys, 
keep me covered in prayer because I've never done any, you know, me stepping out on faith doing this podcast is big for me. It's very big because I've never done anything like this before. But this next project coming up, oh, Lord Jesus, I ain't never done nothing like this before. Never. So I'm asking y'all, man, keep your boy lifted in prayer, man, because this is new for me. This this one is going to be new, but it's going to be good, man. Uh, yeah, I think I think, I think you guys are going to love this one, okay? So anyway, that's it, guys. I love you guys. You guys have a blessed week. Please be safe out there, man. Please, please keep keep praying that armor of God prayer. We've seen what happened in Uvalde with those kids, man, and we've seen what happened. And I think it's Buffalo with the convenience store, with the elderly people that were killed. Please, guys, pray that armor of God prayer before you walk out of your house. It is so important to keep yourself protected. Stay grounded and rooted with the word of God. Pray before you walk out that door. Pray that God's angels be encamped around you guys. So please do those things for me, man. And let's keep those families lifted up in prayer, man, because I can only imagine the hurt they have. And I also have a special request. Please, guys, keep my brother Jeff lifted in prayer, man. He's really, he's really taking it hard with losing his wife. I, I can only imagine what my brother going through. So I'm asking you guys, keep my brother lifted in prayer. Keep his kids, EJ, Nyla, and Peyton, his sister, uh, his sister-in-law, Wendy's sister, Angie, uh, Wendy's uh, brother-in-law, Rob. Uh, their mother. Keep, just keep the whole family lifted in prayer for me. If you guys would please do that, I greatly appreciate it, okay? I love you guys. You guys have a blessed week, and I'll see you next week with another episode of the Last Things Podcast, where we are on a journey to truth. Love you guys. Be blessed. <laughs>